You're listening to Building Three Pillars, the podcast for the professional on the go. Let's get it. listening to Building Three Pillars, and I'm your host, John Waters. Thank you for tuning in. Today's episode is going to be directed towards someone out there that's sitting on the fence. They're deciding between making a major change in their life or staying the same. And I know this can be scary. As I've mentioned multiple times, I have recently made the jump, the plunge into the unknown. And I know that comes with its own forms of anxiety and its own forms of stress. And I'm hoping that this podcast today can somewhat motivate you to go ahead and take that jump. And if you realize it's not for you, help you get the time you need to reevaluate so that you can make it later. I don't believe that any thought is placed in your heart by accident. I believe that if you truly want something, you won't be able to stop thinking about it. It'll wake you up in the middle of the night. It will drive you crazy with the idea that you're not doing it already. And so if this applies to you, this episode is for you. Today's topic is no retreat, no surrender. Tony Robbins says, all of us in life have things that we want. We don't get what we want. We get what we have to have. So as usual, I'll start this off with a question. When life pushes you to the edge, are you brave enough to jump in to the sea of possibility? All right, so as I mentioned earlier, I know it can be difficult when you're living on the fence. And I've lived on the fence quite a bit here the last year or so. Um, So before I got into this business full time and making it everything I do, I had thought about it. I had dreamed about it. I mean, I would go to work at my other job and I would just sit there and think of the possibilities. And every day I'd be like, man, I'd be so much better off just doing what it is I truly want to do instead of coming here, you know. But I know we all have responsibilities and I'm not exempt from that. And I needed a job to pay the bills. Uh, I heard a saying from my father and he said, uh, steady pay for steady bills. And so that just stayed with me. And again, you definitely have to have a foundation. So jumping into the unknown and deciding to get off of the fence can be very, very scary because we all have that fear of failing. Um, And when you fail, obviously, that means the lifestyle that you had, you're no longer able to maintain. However, there are ways to get around that. Um, You could decide to take some cuts in certain areas and then focus all of your time and energy into the things you do have. So as far as um, bills and things like that, you can reduce the cost of living for yourself. But I know that's not always feasible because a lot of us have families and we don't really want to make too many significant changes to them. And so the fear of failing becomes so much heavier, you know, because, I mean, no one wants to put their family in a vulnerable situation. No one wants to not be able to provide for those who are depending on them. And that's scary, true. But if you learn to, for me anyways, learning to take my energy and take it off of the idea of failing and placing it into the possibilities of succeeding, made it a little easier to go ahead and take that jump. But it still took time. It wasn't something that I just woke up and did. Uh, So I worked at DHL and I started off full time there, you know, because I was doing school and training wasn't always jumping. 
But then gradually things changed. And so I was like, well, I can test the waters. So you may be able to test the waters too. Um, maybe you do something that you really enjoy when you get off of work. And that's what I had to do. I went to the DHL full time. And then when I got off of work, I went and did my training. And then I stayed consistent with that. When that got better, I increased or I decreased the amount of time I spent at DHL and went part time because my training allowed for it. And I was also in school, so I had a little bit more supplemental income supplemental income coming in excuse me and then school got out i was still at dhl but i realized training was still doing pretty good and the pandemic hit you know it rocked all of us and so i was very fortunate and blessed that the clientele that i did accumulate over the time period of being in school they decided to stick with me and they were just as flexible as i needed to be with my life and what i mean by that is they opted to go into my online training program. I had the options there. And so none of this would have been possible as far as jumping off of the fence had I not went ahead and advanced and put things into place. I, I believed in my dream before the dream was ever manifested. I went ahead and I put systems in place, which you could too, good practices so that when you're ready to take that jump or when life hits you in the chin, you're able to bounce back. And so I already had a, a program where I was able to train online. I already had the ability because of technology to go virtual and do Zoom and do things like that. And I was still bringing in clients, not as crazily as I was before, but I was doing pretty darn good. And so I reduced the amount of time I spent at DHL, mostly because I didn't want to, you know, <laughs> get the COVID, you know, having my kids and whatnot. I didn't want to expose her if it wasn't necessary. And so I reduced the hours tremendously. And then it got to the point where I was like, man, I don't even need to go. But then it was still that fear of getting off the fence. All right. So what helped me make the jump? What can help you make the jump? For me, it was paying attention. It was learning myself. It was paying attention to the energies that I have. So I believe very strongly in listening to my gut. I've mentioned before that when I listen to my gut, more often than not, I get where I'm going successfully. I get what I want, you know, and I also stay away from things that are hazardous to me. Um, yeah, so learning yourself, paying attention, and just picking a time and doing it. You know, so uh, learning to swim without the floaties is pretty much what it comes down to. And so a little story about myself, I have not always been a great swimmer. And so this analogy with the swimming and the floaties applies significantly. And I'm hoping it, it rubs well with you too. So uh, just feel me for a second. Uh, flashback, Marine Corps. Boot camp, actually. Swim qualification week. We go to the swimming pool and you can already see the fishes. You can already see the people that are about to jump in there and just take off. I was not one of them. I was one of those rocks in disguise. So I jumped in the water and I went straight down. You know, it was a struggle. Uh, it was a struggle for a couple of days, actually. And I had some very great people around me that were motivating me and pushing me because I believe they could see how badly I wanted it. And flash forward to the current time frame, I was in the same position. I, I jumped in and I was starting to sink, but I was enjoying it. I was learning to swim, you know, and I had friends around me who could see the struggle and they were encouraging me. They were with me every step of the way saying the things that I needed to hear, you know, and they convinced me enough that, you know, you don't even really need to come here. You're doing it on your own. Now it's just a matter of you getting out of your own head. And eventually I had to 
take what they said and be like, you know what, they're right. And I had to take the jump. I, I had to. It, it became too painful for me to show up to work. I don't know if you can relate to that. And it wasn't painful because the work was hard. It was painful because I knew deep in my heart I was not doing what I was meant to do. And I feel that when you get to that point and it's, it hurts to press the alarm because you know that you're about to go to the place you, you don't necessarily hate, but you feel so drained and you feel that you can do so much more. You have so much more to give and it just becomes almost unbearable. At least it did for me. And so taking the jump in my mind was like, look, I'm either going to make it or I'm not. All right, so flashback to being in a swimming pool in the Marine Corps. Like I said, it took a few days for me to get to the point where I was ready to actually, you know, believe I could do this. But that last day of swim call came, you know, and I just remember I got in the water and I was like, this is it. If I don't pass today, I'm going to get dropped. Like, I have to pass today. And so, again, Tony Robbins says we don't get the things that we want. We get the things we have to have. And I refuse to fail. I refuse to not succeed, you know, and granted, I had failures all throughout the week, but they were all learning steps. They were all uh, necessary things for me to go through so I can get better day by day. And so swim call for me came that last day. And I, I kid you not, I got in the pool and it's almost as if something else pulled me through the water. Now, <laughs> I know what you're thinking. There was no one else in the water with me pulling me. All right. But I did everything that day. I swam across the pool. I jumped off the diving board. I traded the water. I did all the things necessary and I passed. And that was the easiest day I'd ever had in the pool. It took all those hard days to get to the easiest day of my life. And granted, if you flash forward to now, I'm never telling you that I've made it to the top because uh, that's just not true. But I've made it to the top of many small hills and I celebrate each small victory. All right. And so making that jump, you know, trusting myself and just knowing that I, I don't have a choice. Cutting the ropes changes the game. When you realize there's no safety, you, you work a little harder. All right. So adapting to the change is the next thing I want to talk about. How can you and how can I, how have I adapted to the change of no longer having to go clock in at a nine to five, but still being able to have that discipline, you know, and that's really what it came down to, that discipline to enforce the things I said I would do, that discipline to follow through with the change. And it's very helpful, as I mentioned before, to have a strong why, you know, and it can be a physical object or it can be, you know, people. Um, I find for myself that being able to give to others and knowing that others are dependent on me for what it is I can provide is a very strong motivator. And so adapting to the change, uh, the things that have helped me adapt the most is that I had to raise the standard, you know, cause I had to, what I did before, as far as just maintaining was no longer enough. I realized that if I want to succeed, I have to go above and beyond. And Will Smith told this story and he made the reference point of building a foundation and laying a small brick. Well, not necessarily a small brick, but laying a brick to build a wall, you know, one by one. And I decided that my bricks were my clients. My bricks were the different projects that I get involved in. And so I, I try not to overextend as far as being everywhere, but I give 100% of what I am and who I am to the one thing that I am doing at that point in time. And that has been the thing that has allowed me to adapt to the change the most, you know, and not being afraid to make a mistake, not feeling any kind of pressure, you know, from anyone outside of myself. I mean, I am my own harshest critic. 
I, I can't even hear what others are saying about me because the voice in my head is so loud. And it's not or, like it's not degrading me. It's not putting me down. But the expectations for me to do well are very, very high. And so I had to raise the bar on myself. I didn't give anyone else the ability to. Another thing that helped me adapt to the changes, learning to celebrate the small steps, learning to celebrate the small victories. As I mentioned earlier, I, I haven't reached the top of any major mountains yet. But all of these small hills, they get many celebrations. You know, so um, that's important. I mean, because at the end of the day, no one's going to be there to wipe the dirt off your knees when you fall down. But just know that on the other side of that, no one's going to be there to see the small victories that you get. So I, I recently uh, linked up with another member for the Three Pillars community, and we acquired another family member, another client. And... I do the same thing every time I get a new client. When it's all over and I get in my car and I'm driving away, I give thanks. You know, I you would think I'm crazy if you were in a car next to me looking inside the car because I'm sitting there saying thank you. You know, uh, I'm just extremely happy. I celebrate the small victories. I turn the music up loud as I'm speeding. Well, <laughs> as I'm driving home. Yeah, you call me. I said speeding. But as I'm driving home, I turn the music up loud and it's a small celebration. I don't go overboard. I don't go spend all the money that I just got or anything like that because I understand that in order for this thing to grow, I have to give back. I have to come up with more creative ways to help my clients, more creative ways to feed my dream. And so that's the other thing that has helped me adapt to this change is realizing that the dream won't build itself. It won't feed itself. It is hungry. You are hungry. And you have to constantly give input. You have to constantly be looking for ways to add value and give back and make sure that all the things that people have contributed to your success don't go to waste. You know, and I find that focusing on others has made this adaptation to this new lifestyle so much better. All right. So I hope those three tips were helpful for you all. I know I didn't really point them out one, two, three, but just to recap, the uh, three things that I talked about were living on the fence, making the jump, and adopting to the change. All right. So the purpose of today's show it was to inspire someone who may have a dream, a grand vision for themselves. But you're on the fence. You're faced with the what ifs of uncertainty and all of its anxiety. It may not seem to be the right time. You may feel that what you have to contribute isn't bold or amazing enough to share. But I promise it is. Success may be fleeting. But failure is not a life sentence. However, regret, that can be. So act, do, dream, and believe. The worst that can happen is you grow. You grow in experience, wisdom, and fulfillment. Don't ask yourself what happens if I fail. Instead, ask, how great will it be when I win? I hope you all enjoyed the show today. And if you did, please subscribe, leave a review. This podcast can be found on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you want to follow me personally, you can find me on Instagram with the name of underscore 3P Fitness. You can follow the Three Pillars business page at Three Pillars MBS. And if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can find me at John Waters with a tagline of Unlock Your Greatness. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great weekend and a great week. 
keep pushing, bring this away. <laughs>